0: Hey guys, Whitney here, coming to you to talk about one of my most favorite topics, sleep. Now, I know, I know, you've heard it before, you need to be getting more sleep, but I wanted to arm you with the reasons as to why you really need to be getting more sleep and 10 suggestions as to how you can improve not only the duration of your sleep, but also the quality of the sleep that you're getting. Think of sleep as nutrition for your brain. If you are getting less than seven to nine hours of sleep every single night, you are not fueling your body, filling your cup, making sure that you are sufficiently ready to tackle each and every day. Now I know there are some seasons of life where perhaps getting seven to nine hours of sleep just isn't possible. If you're a new parent, if you're in school, if you have a really demanding job, but if you understand the mechanics of why sleep is so important, I guarantee you that if you make a little bit more effort, you'll probably be able to get a little bit more sleep and you'll really notice a difference not only in your health and wellness, overall happiness and well being, but also perhaps in your waistline and on that scale. First, I wanted to talk to you about two hormones that are directly related to the amount of sleep that you're getting ghrelin and leptin. Insufficient sleep really impacts these two hormones. Ghrelin, is your I'm full hormone. Ghrelin signals your brain that it's time to eat. So when you don't have enough sleep, that hormone is gonna be going off telling you it's time to eat all the time. Do you ever notice that when you're really tired, you're a lot more hungry? It's due to that hormone exclusively. Leptin, on the other hand, cues your brain that it's time to put the fork down. So a lot of times when you're sleep deprived, this hormone will make you think that you haven't eaten enough. You may find that you're eating a lot more, quantity is bigger, the type of food it's more, and you just don't have that same, okay, it's time to stop impact. Put together, sleep deprivation leads to a really bad imbalance of these two hormones and something that you can definitely combat by getting just a few more Z's every night. In addition, we have this awesome additional hormone called cortisol. Your cortisol hormone are your stress hormones and when your body doesn't have enough sleep, doesn't have time to recharge is really just feeling like it's under a lot of pressure and chaos and stress because you haven't allowed enough time to mellow out your cortisol levels go up. This can be a really big factor if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to maintain weight, or if you're trying to just lead a happy, healthy life without all those added stresses and pressures. In short, skimping on sleep really impacts our brain's ability to make good decisions, it impacts your frontal lobe, it dulls your ability to know when you're hungry, when you're full, when to stop, and in general causes us to make just a whirlwind of bad decisions when it comes to food, activities, and really making good des- good decisions about our health, happiness, and wellness. So my first tip to help you sleep longer and smarter is to come up with a good schedule that you can actually stick to to go to bed and wake up. That should be the same every day, including the weekends. This will help your body regulate its internal clock. You'll actually start to feel tired when it's bedtime and it'll ensure that your body is ready to go to sleep and ready to get good quality sleep every night. Tip number two is to get more sunlight during the day. Our bodies also have this other hormone called melatonin. You may have heard of this because a lot of people nowadays and more recently have been taking melatonin supplements to help them to sleep. Now, melatonin doesn't actually put you to sleep, but it does help your body increase the quality of sleep that it's getting while you're asleep and may actually help you stay asleep for longer. Our bodies produce melatonin in a number of different ways. Your diet impacts the amount of melatonin that your body um, produces. Your stress level also impacts the amount of melatonin that your body produces. And getting direct sunlight is a big factor in melatonin production in your body. So my second tip is to get some natural sunlight every day. The best time for you to get the sunlight is actually first thing in the morning the sunlight gets into our bodies through our eyes and actually through the uv rays in our skin so if you can sit outside with your morning cup of joe maybe between 6 30 and 8 30 in the morning depending on what season it is and where in the world you are this will really help your melatonin levels and help your body naturally fall asleep and stay asleep all night long my third tip is to practice a bedtime ritual now this one's a little bit more challenging and it's a habit, so like anything else, like building a muscle, like building any other habit, you have to practice it and really hone in on what works for you, what you consistent cons- consistently do, and what's sustainable for you for the long term. I really recommend turning off all your screens at least an hour before you, before you go to bed. There's a lot of science that directly links our blue light exposure and our, ability, our natural body's ability to go to sleep and stay to sleep. The blue lights on your TV, on your tablets, on your phone can really impact your body's circadian rhythms and can throw off just your natural predisposition to feel tired, go to sleep and stay asleep. In addition to that, finding a bedtime routine that is really relaxing is really gonna help your body start to wind down and feel like it's ready to go to bed. Whether that's taking a bath, maybe it's putting on your cozy pajamas, maybe it's doing a meditation, maybe it's having a warm cup of tea. Whatever it is, find a process and a ritual for yourself that you know is going to work, is going to make you feel relaxed and tired, and that's sustainable so that you can be consistent about it every day of the week. My fourth tip is to make sure you're moving your body each and every day. Sweat is such a huge factor in our body's natural detoxification process, but it also helps exhaust your body. A lot of times I find that if I don't exercise hard enough during the day, or if I haven't had any movement, I've just been sitting at my desk working all day, that I just don't feel tired come my regular bedtime. Sometimes then that pushes into the later evening hours, I don't get as much sleep, I don't get as good of quality of sleep, and I wake up the next morning not feeling rested and not feeling ready to tackle the day. My fifth tip is to really evaluate your sleeping space. Your sleeping space should be like a sanctuary. You should really wanna go into that space and relax. So if you have in your bedroom, maybe a lot of bright colors or a lot of lights, you might consider um, utilizing more dim colors, dim lights, really soft and sensual features that make you feel really at home and really relaxed. You might also wanna invest in some good blackout curtains really ensuring that you can black out your windows, take care of all the light that's in your room, and really make sure that your body isn't feeling, oh my gosh, it's time to get up, there's bright and light and all sorts of colors and textures and things that excite my brain. If you can really minimize that and evaluate your sleeping space to make your sleeping space like a sanctuary, you're gonna be able to fall asleep better, it's gonna be a place you want to go, and you'll be able to stay asleep and get better quality sleep during the night. In line with that, you really want to evaluate your pillows and your mattress. A good mattress should really only last between 8 and 10 years. So if your mattress that you're sleeping on is older than that, it's probably worth the investment to take a look at a new mattress. Chris and I recently got a Casper mattress, game changer, and they mail it to you in a box. You literally just unfold it, wait for a few hours, and you're good to go for sleep. Pillows are the same thing. If you find that you have an allergy, say to like down feathers and you're sleeping on a down feather pillow or you're using a down feather um, comforter, you may have a really hard time getting good quality sleep. So make sure you're really optimizing your pillows and your mattress to fall asleep and get that good quality sleep. My seventh tip is to use lights to really impact your circadian rhythms. Your body has natural rhythms during the day in which it should feel super energized That's more morning time, midday, and should be starting to relax. That's more kind of afternoon and evening. It matches the same rhythm as the sun. So if you're not only in your bedroom, but also say in your living room or spending time right before bed in a space that's really brightly lit, your body's gonna think that it's morning time. It's gonna feel more energized. It's gonna feel more inclined to not wanna go to sleep. If you turn off all the lights, turn down the screens, make sure that you really only have dim lights so that your body knows that it's nighttime, you're gonna help your circadian rhythms to really start relaxing, unwinding, and preparing to sleep. The same goes for first thing in the morning. You wanna expose yourself to light, hopefully natural light first thing in the morning to really aid in that circadian circadian rhythm, getting woken up and energized and ready to tackle the day. My eighth tip is to make sure you're avoiding alcohol or really heavy meals right before bed. I think a lot of people have the tendency to wait until really late at night to eat. This is a really hard process for your body because it generally takes between two and three hours for your body to digest whatever's in your gut. So if you're a person who likes to eat dinner really, really late and then go right to bed, you may be impacting your quality of sleep and for the negative, you wanna make sure that you're allowing that two to three hour window prior to to going to bed to finish off your meals, to finish drinking any alcohol and to make sure that your body's had an opportunity to to digest and circulate through all of those liquids and foods into your system. Same goes for water. If you're a person who has a small bladder, like me, you wanna make sure that you're not guzzling a bunch of water right before bed. Generally, I try to cut off my water consumption about an hour or so before I go to bed to ensure that I can go go to the bathroom one last time right before we go to sleep, and that I don't have to get up during the night to use the bathroom. My ninth tip is to wind down. This goes a lot with that nightly routine, turning off the screens, making sure your lights are all dimmed, but I think it's more of a 24 hour or daily preparation that you need to make sure that you're doing. So if you're really active, make sure that you're doing that real big surge of activity first thing in the morning. If you're a person who can't get up early in the morning to work out and you prefer to do that after work or in the evening, that's cool. Just make sure that you're winding down after you work out maybe don't take pre-workout if you're doing an evening um, workout or if you come home and you're eating, just make sure you're giving yourself enough time to wind down, really make sure your body's getting ready for bed, practicing a little extra self care to make sure you can fall asleep and stay asleep. My last tip for getting to sleep and staying to sleep for some good quality sleep is to make sure that if you lie down and you can't immediately fall asleep, that you don't just stay in your bed and toss and turn the best thing to do is to get up and leave the room and find an activity that you can do that's gonna help you wind down a little more. Maybe that's going into the bathroom and taking a bath, make sure you're washing the lights. Maybe that's going out into the living room and reading, make sure the lights are dim again, don't read on your phone. Or maybe that's even taking some time leaving the the bed space, the sleeping space, and going out into the living room to meditate, taking some time to allow your body to wind down even more. You're just going to get super frustrated if you stay in the bed, and if you're tossing and turning, and not able to sleep, and The quality of sleep that you're gonna get is gonna be no bueno, better to get up and remove yourself from your sleeping space so that you can really relax, wind down, and continue that process of making sure your body's really ready to fall asleep and get good quality sleep all night long. I would love to hear some of your other tips for good quality sleep. I would love to hear your success stories and your transformations and making sure that you're getting just a little bit more sleep. And I challenge you, if you're a person who's getting less than seven hours of sleep a night, to maybe for the next week, try to tack on another 15, 30 minutes of sleep every night. Like I said, maybe that shutting down the electronics 15 minutes or 30 minutes earlier than you normally do. Maybe it's setting your alarm a little later in the morning and trying to get your process of getting out the door in the morning a little bit more efficient and a little bit faster. Whatever it is, sleep is the answer. Your hormones will thank you for it. And I really hope that these tips are helpful in helping you get a better night's sleep.